This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. Hour number two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon, Rush KLZ 560. Mark in Black Forest, what's going on, sir? Hey, John. Uh, regarding UC Health, um, University of Colorado, right? Yes. Um, what uh, Does that mean that uh, it's, it's, it's a government-run entity? Are the board of directors all government employees? How does that work? You know, that's a great question. I've never, I've never looked at it. I would guess they probably are, Mark. I mean, if you walk through this and you look at what the University of Colorado is, and then you look at their branch of you know, the health end of things, I would think they are. Okay, that's just something I've puzzled over. <clears throat> what are they doing in the, in the healthcare business? Well, that's a great question. Anyways, yeah, why, why are they? Um, so it does say okay, that you, so you UC Health is a locally owned private not-for-profit organization. So I, you know, I, I've never really looked into who they are. Um, it was a merger. So they emerged in 2012 from a merger between University of Colorado Hospital Authority and the Purdue Valley health system. The University of Colorado Hospital Authority is a quasi-governmental agency that has a loose relationship with the state of Colorado, whatever that means, Mark. Sounds like an NGO. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a government agency that doesn't claim to be one is what I would say it is, Mark. Yeah. Not for profit, but they, but all the individuals make big money. And they do have a lot of overshadowing from the University of Colorado, which we do know is a public entity. Right. You know, a government-owned okay, entity, I guess I should say. No, you bring up a great point, which, which then would make you wonder, what, why would it matter whether they care or not what's going on at a baseball game? Right. Other than, other than, get this, Mark. Other than they're the big money funders or the big money sponsors of that particular ballpark, they they you know their names on the ballpark. If that tells you anything, yeah. Well, hmm. money matters, like they always say, Mark. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, I thought I'd just give you a call. The other thing that would be nice if you did some investigation work on this and and, and find anything, let me know. But it'd be nice to know how are they? Are they funded by any of our tax dollars? Exactly. That would be nice yeah. to know. They should be. They should be. They should shouldn't take sides, right? They should be neutral. They should be neutral. Well, all, in my opinion, Mark, all health agencies should be neutral. But we've learned through COVID that's not the case. 
right. not even close right. to being the case. Knowing, you know, what watching everything we watch through COVID. This is for all of you listening. If any of you think that your health provider is non-biased, think again. Or non-political, think again. By the way. Yeah, we learned that. We learned that. If not, yeah. if, if there was anything good out of COVID, Mark, is we realize where their actual true colors are. Right. And it's not right. for your yeah, health, by primary. the way. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving my primary care doctor. He works for UC Health. He's he's basically a Dr. Fauci disciple. Yeah, I couldn't um, do that. Wearing two, last time, last time I went there, he was wearing two masks. Yeah, I couldn't do that, Mark. And Sorry, I just I can't do that. Yeah. No, and I can't do it anymore. I, I can't do that because what that also tells me, really, not not that we're taking over for our normal Thursdays, but great questions, by the way, and it does dovetail into our last segment, Mark. I have a problem with anybody in the healthcare world that believes the way they do, being able to look at me objectively and give me the best remedy remedy for any type of an illness that I would have. That's my problem with guys that believe that way, Mark. Well, that's a, that's a very good point. Very good point. I mean, if they can't look at things objectively enough to not even wear masks today, knowing the, knowing they full well don't work, then what are they reading? What have they been indoctrinated with? And why do I want them working on me? I don't. Exactly. And he was really, I mean, to the point of bullying my wife to get the vaccine. Yeah, time for a new doctor. Yeah. Time for a new doctor, All period. Right. No, good stuff. Mark, yeah. thanks. You're, you're always a great caller. You always make me think. And I know you do the same thing for our listeners, which I appreciate ever so much. And by the way, this does dovetail into the next topic, which I led, you know, which I led into the last hour. That is, we have a state whereby we worry more. This this is federal as well. It's not just our state. This happens all, all across the country. We're more worried about our ozone levels than we are the unborn. We give the ozone more of a voice than we do the unborn. In fact, we don't give the unborn any voice. We've, we've stripped it away. It's gone. There is no voice. In Colorado, you can abort a baby all the way up to the time of delivery if you want. Yes, you can do that in Colorado. For those of you that may not know that, maybe you're new to this state. Maybe you just moved here. Maybe you're traveling through. We are a state where you can abort a baby all the way up until it's delivered. A day before, an hour before, if you so decide. You, can, you, you in the state of Colorado can kill your baby. That's what I call it. That's what it is. And we give them no voice. But yet we give the ozone a lot of voice. Which Here's what's interesting, though. I learned this today. I should have known this before, but never really saw these numbers. I'm not sure any of you have, by the way. Uh, I, I thought this was very eye-opening, and I'm surprised this was published in the Colorado Sun. That is coloradosun.com. I'll give them credit. Michael Booth, who I don't normally agree with. He's usually a nut job. But in this case, he does a pretty good job of explaining why it's so hard to cut our ozone in Colorado. In other words, get down to the levels that the EPA wants. So the, the EPA wants us to be at 70 parts per billion when it comes to contaminants in our air. Think about that for a minute, by the way. 70 parts per billion. So that's like 70 cents to a billion dollars. That is minuscule, folks. Think about that. If you had a billion dollars and somebody wanted 70 cents, how big of a deal would that make to you? None. Now, to the ozone quacks that are out there, that's a lot, they think. 
70 parts per billion is a ton. You can't see 70 parts per billion with the naked eye, by the way. That's the level the EPA wants. Here's what's interesting. What they call the background and natural levels that are already in Colorado, it's almost 50 parts per billion. It's 48.6 parts per billion that is in the air here no matter what we do. So if everybody stopped driving tomorrow, the gas and oil industry shut down, any other sources of, of what creates to the ozone, mowing your lawn, if everybody stopped doing everything, we'd be good to stay below 50 parts per billion. The EPA wants 70, by the way. Now, how do they figure the contributions? I don't have that answer. I don't know how accurate they are. I have no clue. But they claim oil and gas contributes 8.6 parts per billion. That on-road vehicles contribute 6.8 parts per billion, so driving. That non-road sources, so things that are involved, the agricultural construction industry and so on, that's 5.4 parts per billion. Point sources, which are from other industry, electricity generation, coal plants, things like that, that's 5.3 parts per billion. Going to lawn and garden now, mowing your own lawn and doing things along those lines is 2.5 parts per billion. And then just area, so personal care, hygiene, cleaning products, you know, paint, solvents, things like that is 1.2 parts per billion. So think about it. If we didn't have the 48.6 to begin with, we'd be in pretty good shape here in Colorado. Currently, as we stand. So this whole article is about when you start this high. Oh, and some of you might ask, where does this highness come from? You know, where do we end up with the 48.6? Believe it or not, there are certain woody plants, woody trees that contribute a lot to our 48.6% or 48.6 parts per billion. Other things are fires. So things that happen naturally. And believe it or not, other people's pollution that blow in here, including all the way from China. So we're a country whereby we're establishing all of these new rules and regulations and, quote unquote, this Green New Deal so that we can somehow change what I just said. Yet in Colorado, we're close to 50 parts per billion without doing anything. It just comes naturally, even from stuff that's blowing in from overseas. So tell me how any of what I said is going to change with any of the laws they're passing. Because think about this. This is my opinion. I'm not a scientist, but I, I can pretty much read data. If I'm 8.6 on oil and gas, 6.8 on on-road vehicles, you're not going to do much to change the off-road and the other point sources, lawn and garden. They're talking about going to complete battery operation when it comes to lawn and garden. You know, that, that, that's all the way down to small engine equipment and so on. You know, but again, we're only talking two and a half parts per billion. It's not that much. The two biggest are, you know, of course, oil and gas industry and the on-road vehicles. But oil and gas is done a great job of cleaning up anyways. And I see a lot of this as just being a shift. So let's say, for example, you go all, all EV like California is going to do. I'm going to talk to my son about that here momentarily. So you're going to go all, all EV in California by 2035. That's a shift, by the way. All it's doing is taking what you would, would have as the on-road vehicles and moving it to one of the other sources. Because 
you have to generate electricity and no wind and solar aren't going to do it. We already know that. You're going to get that from burning more coal, burning more natural gas, and it's just going to be a shift from one side to the other. In fact, I will go as far as to say, being the car guy that I am, that the vehicles that we're driving are cleaner, and they are because I watched a video on this the other day where a guy broke all this down. He was not somebody on the right, by the way. He was just a, a, just a scientist, probably a lefty from looking at him, listening to him talk. But he broke it all down. Bottom line, it's a shift. It's a shift in what we're doing ozone-wise, whether you're driving or whether you're producing the electricity to drive. The only way to end that 6.8 parts per billion is stop driving, which I, I get that's what the lefties really want ultimately. They want you sitting still. I've said it for years. I was looking at some of my show notes. I had to do a bunch of combination, you know, a bunch of uh, changing around on my on my notebooks, my electronic notebooks and so on this morning. So I was looking at some of the notes, Charlie, that I had all the way back in 2013, 2014, and so on. Some of the stuff we're talking about is the same things we were talking about then. Some of this really hasn't changed. But I've been saying for years now that the entire mantra of the left is to control you. It's what communism does. They don't want you moving around. They hate, they hate driving. Because you have the independent option to move from A to B without them telling you what you can or cannot do. That's why they hate the automobile. Never understood. I've said this a thousand times as well. I'll keep saying it. I've never understood the lefties in journalism, especially in the automotive journalistic world, I, I don't understand why a journalist in the automotive world would, would even be a lefty. The very thing that you enjoy on the car side of things, your side wants to take away. Why would you, why would you even be on that side of the aisle? I don't get it. It's like prof professional athletes kneeling in the anthem. The, the very people that want to take your job away is who you're supporting. I don't get it. I've never understood that. The left wants to eliminate vehicles altogether. They would just as soon have you walking, riding a bicycle, or being on whatever transportation they provide you. Keyword. RTD is transportation they provide. Yes, that's our tax dollars. I get it. But they control it. It's their transportation system, not ours. They run it. They control it. They tell you when you can go from A to B. That's what they want. Mark my words on that. They don't want you to have the freedom to move about. What do you think they tried to do during COVID? Shut you in, make you like a mushroom, and never come out ever. That's what they wanted. And some of you bought right into it, hook, line, and sinker. Not my listeners, but some of you that are on the fringe that listen to me periodically, you bought into that hook, line, and sinker. So I'm going to come back and talk a little bit more about what's going on in California. And I've got something else I want to talk about. There's a, a photo of a receipt floating around the Internet that I want to straighten out that a lot of you on our side of the aisle, because I keep watching this on social media, have bought into. And I want to correct you on it and tell you to stop doing it. I'll be right back. High Five Plumbing is next. They're hiring. They'll also take care of all the needs that you have around your home as you head back into the fall. All of your maintenance needs. And uh, again, whatever the winterization is that you need done, they'll do it all. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or find them at klzradio.com. Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix. 
Hi-Fi Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with Hi-Fi Live. Because to give you an honest quote, ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With Hi-Fi Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in-person plumber. That way, you get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment service fee free by mentioning KLZ through High Five at HighFivePlumbing.com for an estimate from a real plumber. That's HighFivePlumbing.com. You can also call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. Extreme Auto Repair, they want to take care of you, your vehicle, make it run as as long as possible, thereby saving you money at the pump and saving you money in your pocket, by the way. 303-841-1071. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, they charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe. A known Nissan failure they've seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick and experienced problem-solving. Fill out the contract form now at klzradio.com extreme. All right. Excuse me. Catch my breath here. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. Dave wants to come out and help you with your windows and doors, whatever you may want to be doing. They're upgrading or just changing some things around, or you may even want to change a window around, put one where there isn't. You name it, they can do it all. Basically, they want to make your house have a higher joy score. 303-529-0720. When you first heard about Veteran Windows and Doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person, that doesn't employ pushy sales reps or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, that Veteran Windows and Doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. Everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at klzradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303 Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. So there's a meme. Meme's not the right way to say it. I guess it is a meme. It's a meme of a receipt. Maybe that's the way to say it. So there's a receipt floating around the Internet. Started last week. Actually, listener Joe sent this to me, and I immediately sent him back a response without even doing much investigative work on it myself because the first thing I thought of was, okay, what's the backstory here? Because I want to know all about that first before I would jump on board sharing this. 
what it is, is it's a receipt of a battery replacement on a 2012 Chevy Volt with a V, like Victor, a Volt. It's from Roger Roger Dean Chevrolet in Florida, and it comes out to the tune of about 29,000 bucks, 30 grand. Now, I did a little bit of investigative work on this to, A, make sure the receipt is accurate. Is there really a Roger Dean Chevrolet? Yes, there is. Is the VIN number that's actually on this receipt, does it match a 2012 Volt? Yes, it does. I have no idea if the mileage on this receipt is correct or not at 70,000 miles. It could very well be. I did look up the battery part number even on this receipt to make sure that it does, in fact, match a Volt battery in the cost of, which it does. But basically, this is a receipt that everybody's basically saying, battery battery replacement on a Chevy Volt. Notice that the car only has 70,000 miles on it. Keep drinking the Kool-Aid, you EV freaks. That's what it says. And it's been on Twitter. It's been on Facebook. It's been everywhere. Now, here's why I want you to stop sharing this. Number one, this has to be an isolated case of a battery being replaced in a Volt, because I will tell you that doesn't happen that often. That particular battery and that particular car had about as much R&D and testing and, and so on in it and is one of the most reliable batteries out there in an electric vehicle. And the Volt, by the way, is not a total electric vehicle. They call it that because the vehicle does run off of the electric battery. That's where it gets its power to run the wheels. But there's an onboard engine, much like a hybrid. It's essentially a plug-in hybrid is what it really is. We just didn't know what to name them back then. And GM was claiming that it's a true electric vehicle, which it sort of is. But you can still put gas in that car, and it will charge the battery as you're going down the road. And you do not have to stop at every EV charge station to go from you know coast to coast. That's what made the Volt so cool, by the way. It's actually a really cool vehicle. I actually like them. And I'm a car guy. Okay, You guys know me. I like all cars. I, I, I don't get political when it comes to the car itself. It's not the car's fault. Politics is completely separate from a car. And there are good cars and bad cars. Yes, sometimes it's based upon politics. And manufacturers do stupid things because of politics. But I'm typically on the side of the car, not the side of the politician. I'm definitely, though, against sharing stupid information that's not true. Because this one has got to have more backstory to it than what is being presented. For example, how do we know this vehicle hadn't been in an accident? Maybe the battery pack got damaged. Maybe this is an estimate that's then going to get turned into the insurance company and it's going to get fixed that way. I don't know. I don't know. I highly doubt that a 70,000-mile Chevy Volt had to have its entire battery pack replaced at 70,000 miles because these batteries in those cars are good to 200,000 miles plus. There's a lot of them on the road with well over 100,000 miles still running. So I doubt seriously if this is the case. And here's my point. If you want to be against EVs, be my guest. At least get your facts straight. At least find something to back up what you're saying versus a lot of the stupid, stupid, stupid memes and pictures that are out there floating around. Do your research, folks. Don't look stupid. Because when you share information like this, 
and you use that for the only reason not to own an EV, you look really, really, really stupid. I'm just saying it for what it is. Don't do that. Are batteries expensive to replace in an EV? Yeah, so is your engine. Okay, I'll say that again. Are battery packs expensive in an EV to replace? Yes, they are. So is your engine. Most people don't realize that the vehicle you're driving to put an engine in it is probably $10,000 or more. In some cases, it's fifteen dollars to twenty, dollars depending upon what you're driving. More than the car's worth, typically, much like the battery. It is the propulsion side of the vehicle, the engine is. And the battery is the driving force in the propulsion. It's what drives the motors on an electric vehicle. So it's, it's, the, it's the heart of the vehicle, if you would, much like your engine is the heart of yours. And you guys have heard me talk over and over and over again. Richard and I will get into it in a moment. Talk about California, which I'm opposed to. I'm opposed to making EVs mandatory. I'm opposed to making any vehicle mandatory. If the government came out tomorrow and said, you all have to drive SUVs, as much as I love them, I would be opposed to that. If they came out tomorrow and said, you, gotta all, you all have to drive four-wheel drive pickup trucks. Nothing after the, after the year of 2030 can be sold except four-wheel drive pickups. I would be against that as well. Why? Because I'm against the government mandating anything we purchase. Period. Period. I don't care what it is. They could come out and say, every car you buy has to be blue from now on. No, no, it doesn't work that way. So, yes, I'm against anybody, any, any entity mandating that I have to go buy something. Or it's the only option of purchase. That's garbage. And I'll be the first one to back that up. But I'm also a conservative that tries to be accurate in the information I post on social media so I don't look like a moron. Like, honestly, some of you are posting this stuff. Stop doing that. Understand what you're doing prior to doing it. And don't just copy and paste what the last moron did. And why am I saying moron? Because this is the problem with our party. We take something like this and run with it when we don't even know the backstory. We have no idea what was going on with this car at all. Nothing on this repair order or on this estimate says what's going on. Nothing. By the way, there's been some national organizations that have reached out to Roger Dean Chevrolet to find out, in fact, if this is even a true receipt. Because you know how Photoshop is. It may not be. It, it may be a total fake. And guess, if, if it ends up being a total fake, I can tell you who put this out. It wasn't our side. But you all took the bait if this turns out to be fake. Not you all, but a lot of you. And, and I say a lot of you because I have seen this thing everywhere on social media now. It started out just kind of a trickle. Last week, few people posted it. Today, I bet I saw it on a dozen or more people's Facebook feeds. Walls, whatever you want to call it. Why do I get so excited over this? Because it just makes us look so dumb. Don't be that gullible, people. Do your research before posting anything. Do your research before reposting anything. Even though it might be your passion and you might enjoy what's being said, it doesn't make it true. Okay. Enough ranting. Denver IT security is next. Make sure your network is secure, and most importantly, your people on the network 
are secure and act the way that they're supposed to. Hackers are out there trying to get into your system. Believe it or not, they're doing it daily. And if they find something, they can extort it from you very much so. Believe me. Believe me when I say that. John was on with me last week, and we talked about that. He can give you an analysis of what's going on in your business, what's going on with your people, how are things being handled, you know, technically speaking, and really give you tips on what should be happening on a personal basis. I also had a question, can I do what we did with John last week on the personal side, not just the business side? Yes, we will work on that in the near future as well. But in the meantime, anything you need, especially if, you, if you're a business owner, you need to call John. DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ or KLZRadio.com. You want to secure your business from cyber threats, but you don't want to make things more complicated for your employees. Memorizing more passwords, connecting to VPNs, learning new software, and disrupting their normal workflows, all of these can reduce your employees' productivity. Regain efficiency and enable your staff to do their work securely. The team at Denver ID Security can increase your business's security and improve employee productivity at the same time. Using the latest technologies, employees can connect securely from anywhere, planes, hotels, coffee shops, or home without effort. Passwords that don't need to be remembered, connections that automatically secure themselves, and safer browsing will enable employees to focus on their job, not technology. To learn more about how your business can run more securely and efficiently, contact John Kanata at denverITsecurity.com slash KLZ to schedule a free initial consultation. That's denverITsecurity.com slash KLZ. Golden Eagle Financial, folks. Al wants to help you with all of your financial future needs and how to get there, even when to take Social Security. He can help you with all of those decisions. KLZRadio.com or 303-744-1128. Golden Eagle Financial can help you create a retirement plan with provisions which ensure that you stay financially secure as you move into retirement. Al Smith can help you add provisions to your plan so you know that when you do retire, you're protected. In retirement, you will need ready money for emergencies, growing assets to supplement your income, a good chunk of savings, and guaranteed funds. Al can help make your income last by selecting the right financial products. He'll help you increase your income when necessary. Al Smith can also help you prepare financially by conserving what you have so that you're protected in the case of unforeseen circumstances. Schedule a consultation for financial advising from Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial. Go to klzradio.com slash money. That's klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. All right. Affordable interest mortgage. Kurt Rogers wants to help you with your mortgage needs. In fact, if you're thinking about moving or doing anything along those lines or even refinancing what you have and you're self-employed, ask about the asset manager loan as well. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once 
and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. We don't yell at you, we inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, my son Richard joining us now as well. Richard, welcome, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Did you hear my last rant there or no? Oh, I tuned in for just a little bit of it, yeah. Again, it always bugs me when I see things posted on social media that people just click the, you know, share the repost the whatever, and they never think about what they actually did. It just, I don't know. You know me. It just drives me nuts. And I'm going to give conservatives a hard time here because cause I'll be honest, it, it unfortunately tends to uh, go more in our direction. But that is, we tend to share more false stuff because it fits the narrative and what we think right. than the new stuff. Now, that's not to say there's plenty of, you know, because, folks, let me tell you this. Democrats will shoot themselves in the foot. They do the Again, same like thing. California situation. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. talked about the California debt, right? You know, they're shooting themselves in the foot because this isn't going to go over well. I don't even know if it's legal. I guess in theory it, it can be because Congress has given that board over there such a such power. I should say Which is ridiculous. Is they should have stripped him of that years ago, which, by the way, uh, side note, Trump tried to, and a stupid, you know, a stupid uh, district court judge shot him down. He tried to. He tried to strip the carb well, yeah, of all yeah, of their yeah, authority. Well, yeah, and he, well, and he, I think he was going to pursue it further, obviously, if he had been reelected. But right. That's different. And by the way, that needs done. But, There's no reason that one state has the kind of control they have. Well, well and yeah, I guess real quick for folks that don't know, I, I think you talked about it recently, but basically California is essentially their air commission essentially is like autonomous, right? That, right. Like, they basically can set whatever rules they want, even if it's stricter than federal standards Correct. in terms of admissions and all sorts of stuff. So that's why if you go buy a diesel truck, it has that nice little fancy hieroglyphic yep. well, that's sticker from them. on it. That yeah, that says California approved because you, you've got to have that in order to run a diesel truck and such in California. By the way, I, I just things. I just looked it up. That board, as usual, uh, twelve of that four, four, there's fourteen voting members. Twelve are appointed by the governor, so they are not elected. Richard. It, it, which again, which is, which is fascinating to me because again, I don't know how they haven't challenged this in court in this, the Supreme Court because again, when they're making laws and regulations that affect they are citizenry, they should ethics. be elected officials. That's exactly right. Co- co- correct, right? Like it goes back to just enforcing the laws, right? It actually goes back to they are making and creating this stuff, and to me, that's just wonky, right? That shouldn't be the case, and so I don't know. Well, like like you were talking about. Well, I guess for, we'll, we'll, we'll backtrack real quick. Again, folks, just make sure the information you are sharing is correct. Because, again, a lot of times, and it's, it's people we know, Dad. It's people you don't know. You know it, just, it gets started, and it gets a mind of its own. And you've got to just make sure you check yourself. Because, again, the Democrats are going to shoot themselves in the foot, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of – it's not a matter of when – of if, Dad, it's a matter of when. Mm-hmm. And so you just got to be prepared – but at the same time, we also don't want to perpetuate that we are spreading the, you know falsities because then it doesn't go well, right? It's like the you know the boy who cried wolf, right? If you keep saying something too many times, well, even if you come out with something that's true, people aren't going to believe you. Mm-hmm. So just kind of yeah. What you get? Right, and really quick, points. they they also require two members of quote unquote 
industry that are experts. So here's their really quick. Just this is funny. You'll like this. Here's their no, no, like, automotive yeah, expert, Daniel Sperling, Ph.D., which, by the way, anytime I see Ph.D. next to somebody, it means they haven't done squat their entire life other than go to school. But sorry. I, yes, I said that. Yes. And I mean that. Dr. Daniel Sperling is professor of civil engineering and environmental science and policy and the founding director of the Institute of Transportation Studies at the University of California. He led ITS Davis to inspirational prominence by building strong partnerships with industry, government, blah, 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 blah. Um, All the way through here, Richard, I don't think this guy's ever turned a wrench in his life, yet he's on the board as an automotive expert. Well, and and again, like you say, I I don't. These people don't live in the real world, right? These are doctors, or you know, they're, they're PhDs in civil, which is great, right? I'm sure this guy's really educated. Yeah, and more power I'm to sure him. But he had no squad about I, cars. Correct. I'm sure if I needed to know how to design a road, he might be able to help me, right? You know, how, what the compaction needs to be, and all that. That might even be a stretch because he's probably. He, <laughs> it's no offense. It might be. It might actually be a stretch. Just because he can design it doesn't mean it's going to work right. Oh, 100. So again, it goes back to this board has too much power. They don't. What they're doing isn't working because no. you can just see it, folks. You look at California and you look at their smog and all the other stuff. So now they think that this is the same California that in the middle of summer they have to have rolling blackouts. That's right. Because it because their grid can't sustain it. But by was is it twenty thirty five? Is that what it is? Twenty thirty five. Yes. They want every vehicle like you were talking about to be sold to be electric. Which again, as you were talking about. And honestly, I challenge your listeners, because I know that there's some on the left side of the aisle that that believe this. Name one thing, and maybe there's a few things, but name me one thing recently that the government has mandated that you do that is for the better. That that, that the own free market doesn't get you to do, right? Right. Obama tried to mandate that with health care, right? You know, when he came with Obamacare and all the other stuff, and he came across, and all that did was jack up the cost, right? And he did that, by the way, folks. If for those of you who aren't in the healthcare sector, don't do it because I have to do it for you know our business and such. He did that because that if you can, because most people who don't have healthcare, whether you want to argue they can afford it or not, are generally healthy people, right? At least before Obamacare, it was young, healthy, single dudes, and they didn't want to pay for it. Well, then they were forced to do it, which ticked them off. But the idea was you get these people paying in who don't really need to use the system to prop up people who use the system, you could argue too much, but who use the system more, correct? That's yep. kind of a law of, you know, it's just math. And so the, he, that's why Obama mandated it the way he did, which, again, this is what's going to come back in place with this mandate from California is going to be causing more problems because right. the grid is not up to snuff. No, it's especially there it's not. And, Definitely not there. Now here's the deal, Dad. Now here's you know that the and I, I'm not even going to make an exception because, like you said, I'm with you. I don't think that there should be any mandate for purchasing or you know what type of something you should have to purchase or anything else. But if we wanted to tar- start talking about putting in nuclear power plants all over the place and doing some of that, mm-hmm. you know what? You might have my ear, right? right. Like you, we might be able to talk. But right. again, it still should not be mandated that you purchase a certain type of car because, folks, again. Cars that are, as you know, are running cleaner than they ever have yep. at any point in time. Yep. And yet we still have what they're determining, you know, poor parts of, you know, you know poor smog and poor you know, parts per billion. Too many billion parts rating. per billion, which somebody corrected me earlier, and I apologize. I should have said this correctly. 70 parts per billion would be 70 
dollars compared to a billion dollars, not seventy cents. But either way, it's it's a it's a nominal, nominal, nominal amount. When you think about seventy dollars to seventy billion, Richard, that's the seventy parts per billion when it comes to that's what the EPA wants for our pollution levels here in Colorado. Got gotcha. Well, and, and like you said, it's it's it, it, and I know you've talked about that and how you know, we're in this new category because. And we're going to have to start running a more expensive gasoline, similar to California, yes. and again, yes. all of these things, folks. Which, which, by the way, that if for for those of you that think that you know this is the oil companies or whatever else it is, no, this is the left, and they this is what they try to do, right? They try to tax you and make it so expensive that you can't continue That's right. having ease of life, That's right? right? That's their goal. That's to correct. Tax gas so much and raise that to where they say, "Well, just go buy an EV; it'll be great." Which again, they don't tell you some of the other parts about the EV that we've talked about for the past several weeks now. Correct. And, and here's the deal, that this isn't getting any better, right? This is just going to get worse. And, and as I, I think you said in the article, or you saw in that article when it talked about California switching, a lot of other states, including Colorado, yep. tend to follow. They will follow suit. That is right. What the California That's board right. does. Exactly. And so if they're making that mandate, imagine what they're going to do here now. I'm interested to see the fine print, Dad, because they've got to make exceptions because they don't have enough, you know, for example, heavy-duty trucks and things of that nature. They don't have the electric alternative yet. So they've got to make exceptions. Agree. It's just going to be at what cost. I agree. I agree. All right. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come right back. Absolute Equal Heating and Air is coming up next, folks. Again, don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool system. That's only good. The $300 off is only good till the end of the month. So call, ask about that. Find them at klzradio.com. It pays off to be cool when you make an investment with a quiet cool fan system. You keep the heat away and get your money back in energy savings. You get a return on your energy efficiency when you get a quiet cool system installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air that pays for itself with how much money you can save. Quiet cool systems save you between 50 and 90% on your air conditioning costs. The motor inside works efficiently to pull hot, stuffy air out of the house and replace it with clean, fresh air. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, whole house fans, including your new Quiet Cool, are the most energy efficient way to cool your home. With the energy savings from your Quiet Cool installation done by the experts at Absolute, you'll be paying yourself back for years to come. Invest in energy efficiency now. Call today at 720-526-0231. Mention KLZ and you'll get a $300 rebate when your install is completed. Again, that's 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Does your life seem hectic? Do you live paycheck to paycheck? Do you have trouble achieving your goals? John Rush can help you get your personal affairs in order by using his 40 years of knowledge and experience in the business, nonprofit, and coaching worlds. Your business or career is an extension of your daily life, and without success in your daily life, you can't make lasting improvements to your business, your nonprofit, or your career. Get your personal and or professional life dialed in with guidance from John Rush who is a small business owner and business-slash-life consultant. This unique offering gives you the chance to learn inside secrets of executive functioning directly from a successful professional and thought leader. The help you will gain in the planning of your personal affairs from John Rush is invaluable, especially if you own your own business. Remember, your business is an extension of you. Email John now to learn how he can help you. John at RushMediaInc.com. That's john at rushmediainc.com. Get your life back today. 
Is the cost of replacing your old copier with a new one a shock to your budget? I'm Josh, a technician with Business Equipment Service. We specialize in premium, like-new copiers and printers that have had very minimal usage. They look like new, they work like new, and are backed by our 12-month performance warranty. It's as new as you can get without the box. At Business Equipment Service, you don't get less, you just pay less. Check us out at BESofColorado.com. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, Richard, we've driven some cars here of late. Let's get into that really quick. What have you driven? Yeah, so I drove a a really fun car, which is a 2022 Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. And this is basically an Atlas. So for folks that kind of know the Volkswagen lineup, they introduced the Atlas a number of years ago. It had the Super Bowl commercial, right? It was kind of risque. Mm -hmm. You had the cup, a bunch of people in the car, right? Everyone's moving around. It's Volkswagen's first, like, seven-passenger SUV, right? And so they essentially just kind of took the third row out of that Atlas, scrunched it down a little bit, made it a little bit sleeker looking, and that's what gives you the cross sport. So it's kind of this mid-sized SUV with a little bit, you know, a a little bit less room than a typical Atlas. Um, But really, honestly, a fun car. You can either get it with a turbocharged four-cylinder or a V6, which is what we drove. Pricing ranges, Dad, from the mid um, you know, kind of the mid, low to mid thirties to the fifty thousand mark. The one we okay. drove was right there. I think in, in the high thir- high thirties, low forties um, area. Uh, and like I said, we had the V six, which was, was nice and peppy. Uh, and honestly, that it really compares price wise to a lot of other cars in this segment. It's not quite the luxury SUV that some of the other cars are. Okay. But in terms of size, it's got really nice size room for again some car seats which i know you don't care about as much but i do and a lot of families do right because you can get four 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 full-size adults or two adults two car seats depending on what lifestyle you're looking it's got a really nice big back hatch area which works really well and they've got quite a few different technology pieces to be able to um to be able to choose from that like lots of different lines right they've got an se sdl sd technology sdl premium r line gives you different kind of different style wheels different safety features all sorts of stuff i could kind of sit here all day and bore people with it but at the end of the day it was nice it was cozy on the inside it's got a relatively intuitive technology interface it's got their digital cockpit which you know audi and volkswagen have come out with where you can it kind of is you can kind of customize your gauge cluster mm-hmm. however you want it to be which is a really cool feature like i said it's got some really nice safety features as far as adaptive cruise control and departure and all that sort of fun stuff. So really a great car. And I actually had several people who are kind of in that market for, they want a bigger SUV, right? They want that all-wheel drive capability, but maybe they don't want that third row. They don't want to step up to the Atlas or to, you know, uh, potentially one of the larger Grand Cherokees, right? Mm -hmm. You know, kind of this style of vehicle. They they want that five-passenger size, but they don't want, you know, to, to, to take that next step. And this is a great vehicle. And I will tell you this, folks, the last thing I'll say, the looks from it, are deceiving in, in a good way in that you're not sure what car this is, but it attracts your eye. And that they've got some of those really fun paint colors that are out now nice. that are kind of those yeah. not the metallic. They're almost kind of that flat look. They're right. not flat, right. but they kind of that flat color, right? There's not much pizzazz, but it, it kind of stands out a little bit. And we had a really pretty gray one that was really awesome. So encourage folks to check it out. Get yourself out. Get your family to test drive them. I have seen a few of these on dealer lots. So if you're interested... Encourage you to head to your local dealership, and when you do that, let them know that you're uh, that you listen and that you heard about us 
from uh, John and Richard Rush from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio. All right. I've got a car, too, that I drove, and you drove this same car as well. You didn't get as many miles on it as I did, but you got a chance to get behind the wheel as well. I drove a 2022 AMG version of the GLE 53 Coupe. That's a Mercedes-Benz, by the way. That's their larger uh, SUV, I guess you could say, kind of right underneath what the G-Wagon would be. So one of their larger SUVs, only a two-row, not a cheap car. So this is kind of on the other end of the spectrum from the last car we reviewed, Richard. But 94000 and some change is this car, so it's a very up-end, you know, upper-end car, but performs extremely well and is as luxurious as you can imagine. The only thing that I will ask of you, Mercedes-Benz, is would you please, please, for the love of God, do Apple CarPlay wirelessly? Why in the world I'm plugging a cord in, Richard, in this day and age (laughs) on a $94,000 vehicle is beyond me. Just saying. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Some of those little features haven't quite got to some of those upper echelon SUVs. And they should have been there first. (laughs) You're you're right. You're not wrong. It takes a little bit getting used to that. Like you said, if not many people have cords anymore, right? Most of us have got wireless charging, wireless Apple. And this did. They just didn't have the ability to use the wireless CarPlay. And if it, let me just say this: if it's there, it's too hard for the average person to use, which means it still needs. Uh, taken care of, but I believe you still have to have a cord to make it work from everything, I'd, all the testing I did. Anyways, outside of that really, really nice car, what did you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and this is basically, folks, in the simplest terms, if you want a uh, four-passenger, because you're not really getting five in here, Dad. No. If you want a four-passenger SUV that you can literally rocket ship around town in, yep. I mean, the tires on this bad boy, Dad, are, are, are massive. <laughs> they are. This is the car for you. I mean, you can get in this Light car up. and do oh man you light up those tires and you can go anywhere all-wheel drive i think it's the bi-turbo right you know yeah it is really fun just an overall 420 horsepower 392 foot pound of torque yeah this thing's a rocket ship it is a absolute rocket ship so yeah if you just want to look to go fast in an suv dad this is the car and honestly it's a nice and bulky suv to where if you don't maybe you see those g-wagons running around folks you right? don't like the look. But you don't necessarily like the look, or maybe they're a little bit too boxy or big. This is a much sleeker, right. rounder version. Yeah, what, okay, really quick. What did you think of the look? Because I got I had different I had different comments from different people on the looks. What are your thoughts? There's pieces of me that think it looks like a giant bubble. Right. But then there's pieces there's a piece of me that likes it because it stands out enough that when you see this car driving down the road, you're like, ooh. What is that? I want to know more about it. Right. And that, that's kind of the kind of the different reactions I got too. Is some people are like, I really like that car. Other people are like, that thing is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Some some hated the look. I I agree. And I I kind of had the same thing. Now I'm kind of halfway in between. My wife really liked it. I think you like the looks of it. I'm sort of in between. Is it a car that I would hate? No. Is it a car that I immediately love? No. I will say this. They did a really good job of of the roof line as far as the back hatch area storage and so on. The one downside I think you're going to find this car really quick is anybody that's tall getting into the back seat because the way the roof line slopes, just watch that. If you've got you know family members or anybody that are taller, that back seat's going to be an issue for tall people. Yeah, yeah. again, Dad, this is not a, I will say this. This is not a car for, and even the front seat, Dad, is not really a car for anyone that's for tall six, people. Six, Three, right? right. You're, you're going right. to do that. You may want to look at a different style SUV because there's other ones out there, right. even you know the G wagon of sorts. But if you're of that more average height, right, which is about five eight, you know, as a man to five, you know, five ten or so, even six foot, you're probably okay. But like you say, taller passengers probably going to struggle. But at the same time, folks, this is more of a car 
if you, you and the missus or whoever want to get in or the mister or you know, whoever's driving it, maybe the missus is driving it, right? And they want to zoom around town, go for it. Like, yeah. This is the absolute blast of a car to do that in. It is. We went up to the mountains in it a couple of different times and, and drove up. And, I mean, this thing just, it is a literal rocket ship it runs well it handles well it drives well again the big and, and by the way the fuel economy wasn't bad at all I, I averaged around 20 21 miles to the gallon driving around it wasn't bad at all again the biggest thing is just the price but there's a lot of folks out there that are interested you know they're later later in life the kids are gone unlike you richard where you've got car seats i don't have to worry about that there's folks like me that are looking at cars like this and you know what if they maybe they're out for their last hoorah well there you go have at it Exactly. Yeah, you want to you want to go have a good time. You don't have to worry about that. And like I said, you want a car that you can drive in the snow here in Colorado, Dad, and even probably have some fun in the snow, depending on your conditions. I would definitely have folks consider it. And again, head to your local Mercedes dealer because I'll be. Honest, I don't think these are flying off of the lot no. by any stretch of the imagination. No, they may have one that you can actually sit in and experience what we're talking about. So if you do that, you'll head to your local Mercedes-Benz dealer and let them know that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you. Last but not least, built in Vance, Alabama, by the way, as well. So it's also a U.S.-assembled car. So, Richard, thanks. Have a great night, sir. Sounds good. All right, appreciate it. Guys, that's it. Uh, Bruce Simmons is coming up next. He is our reverse mortgage specialist, and you may be in the market for a reverse mortgage or just interested in how one works. How would it work in your world? And Bruce Simmons can help you with that from American Liberty Mortgage, 303-467-7821. Your parents think you want their house when they die, but you don't care about the house. You just want your parents to be financially secure in retirement. Call KLZ's local reverse mortgage specialist, Bruce Simmons, today. Tell him about your parents' situation. Then, set up a meeting so you can all talk together. You know, a lot of seniors hesitate to look into reverse mortgages because they think their kids want the house, but they've never actually asked their kids. The truth is, you don't want the house. You'd much rather make sure your parents can live comfortably in their home for years to come. Plus, your parents can still leave you the house with a reverse mortgage. Sure, some of the equity may be used up, but just like with any other mortgage, all of the remaining equity goes to the heirs when the homeowners pass away. Don't let your parents make financial decisions based on false information. Call Bruce Simmons today, 303-467-7821. Ask him about a reverse mortgage for your mom and dad. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Just a little bit left of this second hour. And as I always say, if you miss any of our program, the first hour, other than Wednesday's replays in the last hour, so you can always go listen to that between 6 and 7 p.m. Otherwise, you can go to the website and pick up any of our shows, and Producer Ann does a good job of indexing everything where it's easy to find whatever it is you are looking for. Again, RushToReason.com. Just click on the Show Notes tab. You'll see a drop-down there. You can listen to each hour, and then she does a good job of indexing out the things that we did in those hours. If there's any links or anything that we shared, those are listed there as well. So again, we got another full hour coming your way. Don't go anywhere. Top of the hour, Kurt Rogers is going to join us. And Chris O'Neill, we're going to talk about small businesses and uh, what's the heartbeat of them. How are they doing right now? We're going to get that in just a few minutes. So don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.